it's really important that you build your own community of your own super fans. Also, you want to build your own community of super fans because then those are your people. That becomes your own lead generator. This becomes your own community of organic referrals. So your own community is going to be huge. Hey, babe, welcome to the Sales and Social Podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of others scale their businesses and explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper if you're anything like me, and let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are going to talk about one thing that all of my six-figure clients have in common, all right? So if you've been following me for a while, you know that I have helped over 500 entrepreneurs grow and scale their businesses. And I have helped people who are in the social selling space. I have helped network marketers. I've helped brick and mortars. I've helped small business owners. I have helped coaches. Um, and I've helped people who are just starting out, uh, going to hit their first 5K, 10K, 20K, six figures, multiple six figures, and growing past seven figures. And I love to say the fact that I don't niche down. I don't niche down to a certain industry and I don't niche down to a specific income level. And the reason why I don't do either one of these things is because sales is truly the foundation of every single thing that you do. But I will say, regardless of the industry and regardless of the market, there are definitely some things that my six-figure clients have in common. And today we are going to break it down. Number one is their messaging is clear and concise. They know a few things. They know who they are, like who they truly are as a person, as a woman, as a man, right? So this is even like before we dive into like content, they are so clear about like who they are. They know what they do. They know the problem that they solve, and they also know how you can buy from them. So if I come to your Instagram page right now, if you are Jack or Sue or Gloria or Amber or Lily or Courtney or Christine or Matthew, I want to know what you do, who you are, the problem that you solve, and how I can buy from you. So that is a question right now to ask yourself because the attention span of a human is one second longer than a goldfish. So if I have to come to your page and I got to try to figure out what do you do? How can you help me? What do you solve? And how can I buy from you? I am going to bounce. 
The other thing is if you are consistently changing what it is that you do, you are also losing credibility. And I talk about this a lot on the podcast. The more credible you are, the quicker you build trust with your audience. So if you are constantly changing from mindset to storytelling, to business, to content, to email marketing, to financing, to bookkeeping, you are losing credibility every single time that you do that. So again, their messaging is clear and concise. They also understand the importance of building their own community and having their own engaged community of super fans. So, so often people come into my world and they really want to hang out in my community in air quotes, and they want to start to almost like fish in my pool of clients. Well, this is the problem, guys. My clients or my community is usually buying from me, right? Like they're they're in my world. They're in my collective. They're in my mastermind. They are private one-on-one clients. So they're usually investing and they're investing it with me at a high level, right? You know, it's not cheap to invest with me. So if you are hanging out in my community and you are a content coach or you are a marketing coach or you are another sales coach or you are a mindset coach and I help my community do these things, but now you're just hanging out in my community trying to almost like fish in air quotes, you're not normally going to gravitate to these clients. Also, they already have a pretty big investment with me. So it's really important that you build your own community of your own super fans. Also, you want to build your own community of super fans because then those are your people. That becomes your own lead generator. This becomes your own community of organic referrals. So your own community is going to be huge. And this is the thing. I just did a masterclass on this. If you guys haven't grabbed it, slide into my DMs and message me for it. I just did a masterclass on how to build your own engaged community. So again, I literally walked through a step-by-step of how I actually built my own community and how you can literally do it too. You don't need a massive community. You couldn't even serve a hundred people or a thousand people, right? So you don't need a massive community. You really just need your own community. They understand long-term mentorship and they are not looking for quick fixes or shiny objects. This is so key Because the clients that I have that are here for long-term success, they know that we're in this for the long run. So they make investments for six months together or even a year. So I just had someone recently who invested with me for a year and she said, hey, I'm looking to build my business, my coaching business. I know this is going to take me some time. So I want to work with you for the next year because she knows she has to build her community. She's got to build her content. She's got to build her messaging. She's got to build her offers. She's going to have some failed launches. She's going to have some failed masterminds. She's got to build out her masterclasses. We can't do that in a month. We can't do that in three months, right? So she knows that like, hey, I want to build a business. I want to build it for longevity. So let's get let's get to work, right? Also, when you're in long-term mentorship with somebody, There's not this like anxious energy of like, we have to get it done, right? 
I want you to imagine going to the gym and you have to lose 50 pounds or 20 pounds or whatever it is, right? And you're going to the trainer every single week and being like, okay, we have to lose 10 pounds this week because we only have six weeks together. That's like the worst energy for you and also for the trainer. It also puts a lot of pressure on that trainer. That's really not fair, right? Because the trainer can only do so much. So when a client comes to me and they're always in this like panic energy, it's not fair really to either one of us versus like, hey, I'm here. I want to build this business. I know it's going to take time. Let's roll up our sleeves and really get to work together. It just puts everybody at a better position to really build it out, right? So that's the other thing, right? They also don't quit mentorship because they think in air quotes that they have it all figured out. I have a lot of people that'll work with me for like three months or four months and they'll make, you know, a couple thousand dollars or they'll have one or two successful months. And then they'll say like, oh, I don't need you anymore. I have it all figured out. Or I I think I have this figured out now. And it's like, you haven't even started. You've had one successful launch or you've had a couple four figure months. Like you haven't even gotten to the thick of entrepreneurship yet, right? So it's so key that you understand that entrepreneurship is the long game and never thinking that you are above mentorship is going to be key for long-term success. They understand that content is their job, their J-O-B, and they prioritize it above anything else. So I don't want you sitting at Canva for 100 hours a day. Please, God, do not do that. But I also cannot have you putting out garbage. Okay, so there is this balance, right? Because your content needs to do the heavy lifting for you. Your content needs to do your selling for you. Your content is your storefront. If your content looks like Walmart, your content is going to attract in Walmart buyers. Not that there's anything wrong with Walmart. I grocery shop at Walmart, but I'm not buying my coaching from Walmart. I'm not buying my mentorship from Walmart. So if your content looks low ticket, you're going to attract in low ticket. You need to put some time and some caress and some love into your content. Also, When you deliver high value information, your audience and your community knows that you're going to deliver high value coaching. They freaking love to sell. They don't half-ass it ever. They don't get in their head ever. They love their offers and they're excited about it. And they're excited about it even when nobody's buying. So even when one person is joining their mastermind or one person's joining their membership, or three people are joining their collective, they're still freaking excited. They're not riding the highs, and they're not riding the lows of selling. They're not attaching their worth to, I'm on top of the world because I have a lot of clients, and now I feel like a scumbag because nobody's buying. They're loving their offers all the time. And if you are letting the emotions of entrepreneurship dictate your worth, You are not going to be a high level maker in this space because you are going to need to be detached from all of it. They're also not afraid to sell because they're not afraid of nobody buying. You guys, I put out things all the time that nobody buys. Literally, it's okay. 
It's absolutely okay. There's a billion people right now selling offers. So you also have to get out of like the entitlement energy. I did a whole podcast episode on this. I don't think it's aired yet. I did a whole podcast episode on like entitlement energy. And if you are in this energy of like, just because I put something out, five people are going to join or 10 people are going to join. You have to shift out of that energy. People are not just going to join just because you put it out. You still have to work for it. So really being obsessed with your offers because you are awesome and because your offers are great, right? This is kind of what I just talked about before too, but like really holding the mindset around the highs and the lows. They also understand that you cannot just be attached to only owning when things are going good. So if you want to make six figures in this business, multiple six figures in this business, have six figure months, you have to understand that you're also going to have months that you make nothing. I talked about this in my Behind the Brand Masterclass. There are months that I make six figures. There's months that I bring in hardly any new income. Now, yes, I always have monthly reoccurring revenue, but there's months I don't bring in anything new. I can't attach my worth to that. Because again, this is a human to human business. And what I mean by that is I can't decide when Rachel's going to buy. I can't decide when Amber's going to buy. I can't decide when Matt's going to resign. I can't decide if Christine's going to join the mastermind, right? So if you are always attaching your worth to when somebody buys, you're going to be disappointed. So you have to understand that there's going to be highs and then there's going to be lows. These are some of the key things that my six-figure clients always, always work on. The last thing is that they're always surrounding themselves with other high-level people. So they're always in the mastermind calls. Even my one-on-one clients, they're tapping into the mastermind. They're tapping into the coffee chats. They're tapping into communities. They're tapping into business besties. They're not trying to do things on their own. You know, my one-on-one clients are always in community with other high-level people. That's a game changer if you want to get to the next level. So again, if you guys are curious about what that looks like, you guys want to go deeper, send me a DM. I'd love to talk about that with you. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share it on social media and don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.